the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. When I say the president's popularity is going up, I am telling the truth, but not about our president. Guess whose popularity is going up? President Vladimir Putin. Yeah. In March, 69% of Russians said they believe their country is moving in the right direction. A 17% increase over the month prior. It is the highest approval rating on record for Vladimir Putin. Also, other politicians' approval ratings rose significantly in March in Russia. He and his cabinet, their activities, now popular with 83% of the country in the month of March compared to 71% approval in February. So, I think that tells you that Vladimir Putin is being pretty effective with his uh, information boycott, with his uh, silencing of social media in the country, or people are just lying when the pollsters survey them because they don't want to get their heads chopped off or get sent to Siberia. Today is the final day uh, for a colleague who I have not met, but have, uh, I guess I have some degree of admiration for Geraldo Rivera. Uh, He has been doing a one-hour show in Cleveland. Nice work if you can get it. One-hour show. And Rivera uh, has uh, completed his show today because it runs from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. every single day. Uh, He's almost 79 years old, so I guess he's ready to run for president. No, no, no. Instead, he is going to concentrate on flying to New York more often to do the five on site. So uh, why was Geraldo Rivera doing a show in Cleveland? Because he married a woman from Shaker Heights, and he moved there in 2017. Now, he says he's going to stay in Shaker Heights. He's not going to leave. So uh, I guess we'll be benefiting here in the state of Ohio from Geraldo's significant tax return. Unless, of course, he's one of those rich guys who doesn't pay his fair share. Geraldo's career began in 1970. 1970. So he's had a 52-year career in media. 52-year career. That's uh, that's pretty significant. Of course, I wonder. I'm going to do a test here. Aaron, what is if if I had to say to you, what is Geraldo Rivera most famous for? What would your answer be? Well, uh, first through two things. Yeah. Um, I would say getting punched. Ooh. In the nose. Bloody nose on TV. By who? It's during his talk show, wasn't it? I don't remember that. Was that Donahue? Well, it could have been Jerry Springer. Could have been Donahue. No, I, I think it was Geraldo. You think it was Geraldo? That's what comes to your punched. mind. 
If I say Al Capone's vault, do you have any knowledge? Yeah, of- I do. You do. Okay, that's, that's, that's what I would say. Was yeah. that your second one? Yeah. Okay. The other one I would say with Geraldo Rivera is he posed for Play Play Girl, which I didn't see, but they show it all the time on the five. They show the cover photo. So, uh, but Geraldo's had quite a career. So, uh, good for him. Good for him. Now, uh, Jenna Ellis is an attorney. She was for a while an attorney for Donald Trump, and then she sort of separated herself from Rudy Giuliani and um, who was the the older female attorney that Trump had? Sydney, I want to say Sydney something. Anyway, Je- Jenna Ellis, I think, other than with Democrats, which you're never going to get your reputation back with Democrats because they don't tell the truth, Jenna Ellis has managed to still be well thought of in conservative circles without irrevocably tying herself to Donald Trump. And she had some really interesting things to say, I thought, on what has been going on with Disney and Disney's now very open, very, 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 very open embrace of the LGBTQ agenda. Zoom call, videos out there, Chris Rufo, Manhattan Institute, outs Disney, and they're not hiding from it. I mean, when your CEO comes out and says, yeah, that Florida law protecting the rights of parents in education, when that never should have been passed and we're going to work actively to repeal it, we're going to work actively to repeal a law that (laughs) makes illegal indoctrinating first, second, and third graders in sexual and gender ideology. We're going to make that illegal, and Disney says, oh, that law cannot stand, should have never passed, and we're going to work to overturn it. Hard to be authentic to the happiest place on earth mantra that Disney wears and has profited from when most parents do not share that viewpoint. They just don't. If you don't believe me, listen to some parents surveyed yesterday at Disney. I think they shouldn't get involved in it. I think they should entertain us and do what they do best. As a parent, I want to be able to tell my child that what I think about it, not a school teacher. We're talking about kindergartners through third graders. Kindergartners through third graders need to learn the things that we talk about, reading, writing, and arithmetic, not about sex. Revolutionary. You want your kids to learn how to count, what the letters are, how to read. You really don't want them to have classroom instruction on the difference between uh, non-binary and binary and cisgender and transgender and pansexual? Wow. Now, here is Jenna Ellis telling you exactly what this Disney agenda is about. This isn't a clash between just an ideology of, uh, the, of the teacher saying this is the best way to teach math. This is about the state thinking that it has a right to the care and upbringing and indoctrination of children over and above the parents. That's the danger of this. And remember, this is the same left that wanted just a couple of years ago in California to tell pastors and counselors for adults that they can't use biblically-based ideology and curriculum and concepts in order to counsel, in order to teach. And those are voluntary situations for adults. So this has nothing really to do with freedom of speech or anything that the left doesn't actually want to coerce and control. This is all about 
our children. And it's all about the state trying to say, and the left using and harnessing the tools of the state saying, we want to take over as the parents because remember what you know Hillary Clinton and some of the other leftists are saying is mm. that children belong to the community, sure. not to the parents. And our constitution and our system of government expressly rejects that premise from the left. Takes a village, you know. Takes a village. We should have seen that coming when she put forth that nonsense. Uh, here's one of the responses on my social media. The new agenda is to make everything on TV mirror the percentage of people in the world. Remember, we want the Supreme Court to look like America. He continues, I'm pretty sure the world is not 50% trans or gay, but that is all secondary to the fact that Disney was all about kids. Now it's all about grooming kids to be victims of pedophilia. The left is pushing a very mentally sick agenda. Yes, it is. Another, one need not be conservative to understand that the mind of a child is open and no one has the right to teach that child sex and gender over the parents. Boycott Disney, their subsidiaries, and do your homework on how this filth is destroying our nation. Yes. Vote with your wallet. Cancel Disney Plus. Cancel it. We're canceling it at our house. And one of my daughters is like, do we really have to cancel it? I'm like, yeah, we have to cancel it. We're giving Disney 8 bucks a month, $96 a year, $100 a year, Ten people, that's a thousand ten people cancel, that's a thousand dollars, a hundred people cancel, that's ten thousand dollars, a thousand people cancel, that's a million dollars. Yeah. We're going to cancel. We have plenty of Disney videos on VCR tapes that don't have woke warnings about oh, we're very sorry, but Peter Pan might not be seen now in the same enlightened view when it was made. It was very something. So yes, boycott Disney, cancel Disney. Hopefully their company goes right in a dumper. Ron DeSantis, Florida governor, uh, has plans for Disney. And um, I love his plans. We'll tell you what they are next on The Bruce Hooley Show. So I've been hearing as I've been looking into this Disney story of the uh, evil agenda to advance the LGBTQ ideology in Disney movies and to protest against and actively say they're going to work against trying to overturn the parents' rights and education law in Florida, uh, that there's people at Disney who work there, a lot of people who work there, who don't share the CEO's view and the loud, obnoxious view of LGBTQ wokesters who say that, hey, it's great at Disney right now because I'm advancing my own not-so-secret gay agenda. Yeah, there are good people who work at Disney who went there to work and thought, you know, we're going to further the values of Walt Disney. We're going to do movies that uphold really good morals and values, compassion, kindness, bravery, courage, sacrifice, all those things. No, 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 no. Now, We've got a president of the entertainment division who says, well, I have a transgender child and I have a pansexual child. And so we need to have at least 50% of our main characters who are LGBTQ. So I went online and I Googled some employees at Disney 
do not share Disney's gay agenda. And you know what? I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find anything on Google. And then I went to DuckDuckGo, and wouldn't you know, popped right up. Conservative Disney employees fear reprisals in Don't Say Gay debate. Petition says, yes, there is a petition at Disney from many, 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 many employees. And the petition reads, those of us who don't align with this vision keep our heads down and do our work without bringing our personal beliefs into the workspace. We've done this without complaint because we don't want to rock the boat. But the boat is being rocked. And our leadership seems compelled to reward those who are rocking it. And then they go on and they use a word that the LGBTQ lobby uses all the time. Leadership frequently communicates its commitment to creating an inclusive workplace where cast members feel comfortable sharing their perspectives and being their authentic selves at work. But that is not our workplace experience. And so, leave it to hopefully future President of the United States, Ron DeSantis, to note that, hey, you know what? When Walt Disney came down here and bought a bunch of swamp land in the center of Florida and turned Orlando into this vacation mecca because people thought, you know, I go to Disney and it's like, it's like the world as it should be. People are nice and it's the happiest place on earth. Except now it's the wokest place on earth. And Ron DeSantis realized, you know what? When uh, we let Walt Disney do whatever he wanted to do in Orlando, we gave him pretty much total autonomy over there to establish laws and build things and all that outside of the purview of the state of Florida. And we, way back then, did that by legislative act. And you know what? There is... uh, available to the state of Florida now is the retraction of those privileges. The retraction of those privileges. Well, over many, many decades, they've gotten uh, incredible treatment from the Florida legislature, and they are treated on a pedestal. This one corporation is treated differently than everybody else. And so uh, that's not something I've ever supported. (laughs) But now in the legislature, you see a movement to reevaluate those special privileges. And so uh, at the end of the day, I think Disney has gotten over its skis on this. And look, there's policy disputes, and that's fine. Uh, but when you're trying to impose a woke ideology on our state, you know, we view that as a significant threat. This wokeness will destroy this country uh, if we let it run unabated. So in Florida, we take a very big stand against that. Uh, and I think the legislature is going to look at that. And six months ago, it would have been unthinkable that they would be willing to reevaluate those special privileges. I think they are going to do that now. Um, and that's going to represent a major shift for our state. I love it. I absolutely love it. Using the law to overturn lawless behavior. Absolutely love it. I hold out hope that voters in the Republican Party, you're fine for loving Donald Trump's policies and his way, (laughs) his way, his manner, his knack, his gift for exposing the hypocrisy of Democrats the um, foolishness of progressive policies, you're fine for loving that. But his time came and went, and we need newer blood, wiser blood. Ron DeSantis. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.